breakaway. Huberto walks in, makes a move, and he scores! Jonathan Huberto! And he scores! Alexander Markov! What a move! He's giving the Panthers the lead once again! Welcome to Territory Talk, the official podcast of the Florida Panthers. Here are your hosts, Jameson Olive and Doug Plakins. Hey everybody, welcome to Territory Talk, the official podcast of the Florida Panthers, presented as always by Baptist Health, the official sports medicine provider of the Florida Panthers. Doug Plagans, Jamison Olive here with you for this playoff edition of Territory Talk. That's right, we said it last week, the next time we did Territory Talk, we were going to be previewing a playoff series. Well, that is the case. At the time of this recording, we don't have set dates and times for the game. So keep checking FloridaPanthers.com. Keep following along at FLA Panthers. We'll have all the information coming your way. So again, keep your keep checking that. Uh, keep following along with all the channels. You'll have all the info as far as the schedule. This first round series is concerned. The Panthers and the Tampa Bay Lightning, a long-awaited Sunshine State showdown coming up. Again, Doug Plagans, Jamison Olive here with you. We have our featured guest coming up this week here in just a few minutes. We'll hear from Panthers forward Owen Tippett, kind enough to stop by, take some time out for us, so we'll get his thoughts on the season, the upcoming playoff series, how the team's approaching it. Great conversation coming up with Panthers forward Owen Tippett here in just a little bit. We'll also be hearing from Panthers head coach Joel Quenville and Panthers defenseman Mackenzie Weaver here in just a few moments as well as the team completed its first practice today of the playoff season if you will the Panthers were back on the ice earlier today obviously recording this on Wednesday the Panthers were back out there after an off day on Tuesday following the completion of the regular season back on Monday and I guess we'll lead right into it here Jamison Olive the Panthers couldn't be rolling into this playoff season in a better fashion than they are right now. Six-game win streak, back-to-back wins over the team that they're about to play. I know both lineups are going to look different. The Panthers and the Lightning lineups are going to look different when game one comes around between these two, but the Panthers have to feel really good about themselves right now. Uh, They do, and like you said, uh, far from backing into the playoffs, uh, they're charging in. Uh, They look great. Everyone's beaming with confidence, and I think you mentioned them not not being at full strength, but at the same time, I think it helps the, the team morale and confidence even more when the depth guys do get in there and then they have great games. This team from top to bottom, even the guys that aren't going to be playing in game one in the playoffs are looking pretty good right now. This team is firing on all cylinders. Uh, that long-awaited matchup with the Lightning, we've been waiting almost 30 years for that. It's so funny. You tell, you tell anyone that that doesn't follow it closely, and they all just say, no way. Like, there's no way. It had to have happened at some point. Yeah, like at some point that had to have happened. But it, it literally has not. Uh, and this is going to be the first time ever. I know we're excited. Uh, players are excited. Everyone's excited. The South Florida market is getting really ramped up for this. Uh, at that finale the other day against the Lightning uh, on Monday, there was so much local media here. All the TV stations. It was wild to see. Uh, so, obviously, they're going to stick around for the playoffs as well. Uh, very excited for that. Very excited for everything that's going to be happening with this team. Obviously, looking back at how the season as a whole went. The Panthers, just an incredible season. 37-14-5. Uh, 0.705 points percentage, highest in franchise history. So it wasn't a full 82, but if you look at it for what it was, this was the greatest season in franchise history. Uh, And it was built on consistency. You know, start to finish, uh, this team never lost more than three games in a row. They did that twice, but they also won six games in a row, including this current winning streak twice. Uh, So this team was all about balance, about depth, about consistency, uh, and that's what you need to win in the playoffs. And they're heading, like you said, with a head full of steam into that postseason matchup with the Lightning. And we're going to talk about the series 
coming up in a little bit after the conversation with Owen Tippett. So we will have plenty coming your way in terms of previewing the series, previewing what lies ahead. And we're going to talk about that coming up a little bit later on. But while we do still have the regular season pretty close in the rear view, it just ended back on Monday night. We can still look back and talk about how this regular season, of course, unfolded. you got to hand it to the Panthers for finishing strong, for securing home ice. That's going to go a long way, and we talked about it a lot over the course of the season on this show. You look at all the good teams across the National Hockey League, and they're all very good at home. So if you can secure an extra game on home ice in a playoff series, that could go a long way. But also, Jameson, you mentioned, yeah, it wasn't the full 82, but with the sprint nature of this season and all the different circumstances that surrounded it and the way that the teams had to conduct things a little bit differently compared to normal years yeah it wasn't a full 82 but with the games coming you know in the grand scheme of things better than every other day over the course of the year it was every bit as taxing and grueling as a full 82 game season and you got to hand it to everybody involved for the way they went about their business this season yeah and one thing i'll say you know cl- closing things out with uh, the regular season uh, obviously once the uh, once we're done with all this once we've already done the stanley cup parade and all that fun stuff knock on wood um we'll go back and look at everything but one thing i'll say is the craziest thing to me is that in a season uh, like this you know a shortened season with all these protocols with all this you know added outside influences going on uh, a team that had as many changes as the Panthers had shouldn't have really they should have been at a disadvantage this is a, t- a season where teams that have been together for a while like the Hurricanes where chemistry really should have lifted teams through these times uh, but that just kind of goes to show you the team the Panthers have so many new guys but instant chemistry everyone buying in everyone coming together uh, and that's why they are such a good team that's turning a lot of heads right now I mean I look on Twitter I look on you know Instagram I look on you know the daily clips we get all the articles from all over uh, the news and all those out uh, outlets throughout hockey and everyone is buying into the Panthers now which is always a scary thing because you you I honestly prefer being the underdog but a lot of people are high on the Panthers now a lot of people finally see what's going on down here uh, and the job that Bill Zito and Joel Quenville and of course all the players have done um, so the spotlight's finally on the Panthers they're it's, it's on this series especially with how those last two games went against the Lightning a lot of people intrigued by this interstate series uh, and I'm just excited for it to get started yeah it's going to be a lot of fun when uh, we get things going here territory talk is always presented by Baptist Health the official sports medicine provider of the Florida Panthers and well we've got a lot coming your way here on Territory Talk mention we'll hear from the Panthers head coach Joel Quenville in a little bit we'll also hear from Mackenzie Weger Panthers defenseman we're going to go to our conversation now with Panthers forward Owen Tippett uh, great to have him back on the show and big thanks to him for taking some time out for us let's dive right into that conversation all right, Owen, well, first, thanks for coming on the show here today. And I got to ask you, you guys have known all season long that you have what it takes to be a playoff team. You clinched the playoff spot. Now here you are. It's playoff time. At the time of this recording, you just had your first practice earlier today of this playoff season. How's it feel to know that the next time you step on the ice, it's going to be in the Stanley Cup playoffs? Yeah, it's really exciting. I mean, obviously – you can tell the buzz around the room after that last game. Guys were, were really excited. I mean, obviously the success we had all year, it's, it hasn't gone un, unnoticed. And um, I think guys are ready to go and, and ready to get the playoff push going. And Tip, you're really kind of, you know, I wouldn't even say peaking, but we're getting hot here at the right time. Uh, you're on that second line now with Jonathan Huberto. Uh, when, when the team's healthy, Sam Bennett's out there as well. Uh, the first time you walked into the room, you know, I guess it was you know, a little over a week or two ago, and you saw yourself on the board on that line, just what was your reaction? I mean, I didn't really have much reaction. It was just kind of, you know, I'm getting an opportunity here that I don't want to let slip. And um, I just took it one shift at a time. And, and that's my mindset going forward. 
And obviously, uh, you, you've spent some time in the bottom six and the middle six, you know, in the top six. Uh, how much just has that time kind of climbing uh, the depth chart a little bit, you think, helped your all-around game and kind of get you to where you are now? Yeah, um, I think just, just playing up and down the lineup just teaches you different different styles of gameplay. They have to adjust your game a little bit here and there. But um, I think my goal coming into the season was no matter where I am in the lineup, I want to do whatever I can to help the team win. And and that was my goal all year. I mean, I didn't really focus on where I was slotted in. It's, you know, things can change so fast. You saw, you know, guys with injuries, game in, game out. And, you know, you just kind of kind of work shift after shift and, and help yourself throughout the year and, and do whatever you can to help the team. And just one other thing I want to ask about that new line is obviously you guys all talk during practice. You talk in the room, but obviously when you're out there on a guy's line in a game, you talk a lot more, you strategize. So just kind of getting closer to Jonathan Huberto, talking with him on the bench during games. Obviously that's a guy that's been in this league a, a long time now, even though he's still pretty young. Uh, what have you picked up from him uh, out there? Yeah, I mean, when you play with a guy that high caliber, it's it's pretty easy just to say, where do you want me to go and, and what do you <laughs> want me to do sort of thing. But no. I mean, it comes with chemistry. It doesn't really matter who you're playing with. Um, you know, it's you got to build that chemistry, and you're going to get better over time. But, no, with two guys like that, I mean, Hubie and Benny, they're, they're great to play with. And, you know, it sometimes makes my job easier just to give them the puck and, and go to the open areas. And Tep, looking at your game over the course of the season here, you're playing with a, a real confidence level right now. Over the course of the year, what would you say the the biggest things that you've picked up in your game? I guess uh, the biggest things that you've learned here in this uh, in this uh, you know first full go round in an NHL season for you. Yeah, like I, I was saying before, I mean you can't really get too high and low on where you're slotted in the lineup, and you just have to do whatever it takes. I mean, being a young guy, you can be in one night and out the next or up and down the lineup throughout the game goes. So you just have to kind of take it shift by shift and, and control what you can control. And for your game as well, I wanted just to ask you again, I had you on the radio about a, a month or so ago, and we talked about the impact that uh, that Joel Quenville's made on you as a player, what it's been like playing for him, and now playing for Joel Quenville when you're set to embark on a playoff journey here. There aren't many coaches out there who know more about the Stanley Cup playoffs than Joel Quenville. How much can you guys, uh, you know, how much of an impact does he make on the group here at, uh, at this stage of the season especially? Yeah, I mean, I think you could tell all year the guys have confidence in him and, and guys want to play for him. So, I mean, you can look back at his, his resume and see the success he's had, and um, I think that, that gets guys fired up more than anything. I mean, obviously there's trust in him, and, and I think – you know, just when there's someone leading you like that, it's uh, it puts a good boost around the team for sure. And tip now looking ahead to the postseason. Other than the very short flight you guys are going to have when you do travel over there uh, for Game Three and Four, uh, what are you most looking forward to about this playoff series with the Lightning? Yeah, I mean, obviously you saw in the last two games, it's it's been crazy, and there's going to be a rivalry. I mean, obviously this is the first time I think in a while we maybe ever we played each other in the playoffs. So um, if it wasn't a rivalry before, I'm I'm sure it will be now. And for a young guy like yourself, just what does it mean to be here at the start of all this? I mean, like you said, this is the first ever playoff series for the Panthers and the Lightning. It's the start of something new here under Bill Zito. Uh, a lot of new faces, a lot of guys coming to their prime, a lot of guys coming up. It kind of feels like you are one of those guys on the ground floor here of something that could potentially be pretty great for many years to come. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. I mean, like I said before, I coming in, I didn't really have any expectations for myself. I was going to do whatever I did, to, whatever I could to, to help the team win. But um, like I've said, many times I mean we have a specials group and you know guys want to play for each other and, and stick with each other and, and battle each and every night and it's it's a it's a special group to be a part of and 
like you said, my first year, it's, it's, you know, it, it sets the bar pretty high. I mean, <laughs> we're pretty close. We're pretty close team often on the ice and um, it's been fun to be a part of. And you've been uh, many years now removed from your NHL debut, but getting into playoff action, what do you expect that to be like when you get out there uh, on the ice for game one? Uh, I, I just think everything's going to be ramped up. I mean, obviously there's some, some really, really, uh, I mean, historic to play for. And, and anytime you get a chance to do that, guys don't want to let it slip. So, the stakes go up that much higher, and I know guys are ready. Now, how much fun is it to come to the rink here and play these games this time of the year? I mean, we hear about it a lot. You hear guys say these are the games that you want to play in. This is why you play the game. I mean, uh, it's not cliche, is it? This is exactly why you play the game is for games like this. Yeah, exactly. I mean, right from when you're a little kid on, you you watch playoff hockey and, and wait for that Stanley Cup moment to be presented. But, no, this is why you play the game. This is when – when all the fun happens and and the good games start rolling and a matchup with the tampa bay lightning here you guys have obviously gotten very familiar with them over the course of the season as you did with everybody else in the central division you guys you guys play tampa bay really tough and you did really well against him in the uh, in the season series what do you expect uh, when things when you when you hit the ice against the lightning in the playoff series coming up here uh, obviously they're the defending stanley cup champions for a reason good team over there but what's it going to take from you guys you're playing some of your best hockey of the season right now yeah, I think those last two games of the regular season were, were kind of a good good judging point. But, I mean, our goal is just to look one game at a time. And like you said, they're defending their cup. And, um, you know, it's going to be a good series all around. I mean, they have a good team and, and we have a good team. So, I mean, guys are going to be healthy and it's going to be a good matchup. And for a goalie the size of Andre Vasilevsky, and you guys did pretty well against him, but for yourself as a shooter, what's the key against a, a goaltender like that who obviously can get hot, but who also takes up a lot of the net? What do you have to keep in mind when you're going up against a guy like that? Yeah, I mean, just play into his weaknesses. I mean, obviously there's there's things where, you know, guys have strengths when they're tall, whether it's playing the puck or, you know, just – when he's a great goalie like that, you just got to find ways to crack him, and you know that's what we're gonna do. I mean, it's you don't want to let him let any goalie get hot, especially a goalie of his caliber. So, and Tip, I gotta ask now as we go into the playoff talk. Obviously, playoff superstitions, playoff you know uh, traditions, things like that. Obviously, playoff beards being a big one of them. Um, what do you expect from yourself and kind of the playoff beard category? And looking around the room, is there one one or two guys you're excited to see? You know what the heck they can grow here uh, over the next couple of weeks and hopefully months. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't expect too much from me, but um, <laughs> there's <laughs> there's definitely some guys in the room that are that, are, that can let it grow for sure. I mean, I think Gudis already has a good one going, but um, it'll be interesting to see what guys guys come up with. And keeping with with the hair here, I got to ask. Uh, a lot of guys came into day one back in January with long, you know, quarantine hair. A lot of guys grew it out, but it seems like since then it's kind of just you, Lomberg, and Weger is kind of being the flow guys on the team. Um, how much pride do you take in that? And what do you got to say about the other two guys and how they're looking? Yeah, I mean, Weeks might be a little more superstitious than I am, but I don't think he's cut it all year. I've kind of tried to keep it trimmed and, and somewhat neat. But, no, I've it's been something I've had for the last couple of years. It's just something that kind of suits me. And Lombie, you know, he gets the the little man bun going, and it's, it's great. <laughs> but, no, it's, it's, uh, it's just something I've had going for a couple of years now. And while we're talking about Ryan Lomberg, one last thing I want to ask you is, obviously, you know, he really made his presence felt during those last two games against the Lightning. Uh, a, a couple hits, a couple fights, uh, really kind of momentum-shifting moments. How much does watching him do what he does out there, uh, you know, get you guys fired up? Yeah, no, he's, he's an energizer for sure. I mean, he's obviously, 
a guy you want on your bench and um, he gets the other team fired up and he doesn't back down from anything. So no, that's a guy you want on your team for sure come playoff time. And um, yeah, like I said, he's the, he brings a lot of energy to our room. Oh, and Tippett here, last one for you. Obviously you finished the season on a high note. How much confidence can you take from having won your last six, including two against the team that, uh, that you're about to play, although they could look a little different when they hit the ice in game one, but how much confidence can you take from just the way that you guys have performed as a group going into these important games coming up when the playoff series begins? Yeah, there's definitely confidence to be had. I mean, winning our last six and I mean, it's a new season now, but you know, guys are, guys are ready to go and, and, the, the season we had won't go go unnoticed and you know guys are guys are ready to take it up that extra level Owen Tippett our guest here Owen we thank you so much for coming on all the time I know you've been on the show before we thank you so much for making time for us today and we can't wait to see you hit the ice in the upcoming Stanley Cup playoffs it's going to be a thrill for all of us and I'm sure a, a thrill for you as well so uh, again thanks for your time and best of luck awesome thanks guys Huge thanks to Owen Tippett for stopping by here on Territory Talk. Territory Talk is always presented by Baptist Health, the official sports medicine provider of the Florida Panthers. But a guy right there who's excited, he's been waiting for this opportunity. He's made the most of uh, his opportunity this season. He's gotten an increased responsibility as the season's gone along. Mentioned it during the conversation there. You can see the confidence that he's playing with right now. you got to love Owen Tippett's game. And uh, again, a guy who is just looking forward to getting on the ice here for this first-round series. Yeah, Doug, I mean, you look at what Tippett's done, uh, especially here lately. We talk about him getting that promotion up into the top six with Huberto, uh, and when that line's healthy, it's Huberto, Bennett, and Tippett. But over his last six games, you know, I mean, six points, four assists, two goals. Uh, has looked really sharp, plus four ratings. Possession numbers have been good as well, uh, averaging just under 14 minutes a game. Um, he's really... You know, throughout the whole season, we've seen him kind of gradually ascend to where he is. Uh, so it's great to know that he hasn't hit the ceiling yet. He is still climbing. But I like where he's at now, and and, and he really has kind of evolved. When, he, when the Panthers drafted him 10th overall, all we really saw was the shot, and we said, that guy's a sniper. That guy's an elite goal He's scorer. a playmaker. He's, he, he, he is still he, – we've, we've seen the shot in games. It is a beauty. It, it is a laser. It is probably one of the best shots on the team. But now he is a playmaker. He is a power forward. He throws a ton of hits as well now. He is such a, a more well-rounded player now years later than when the Panthers drafted him. So uh, his development's gone really nice. I really, you know, you look at him and you point and say, that that kind of feels like a guy that could have a big goal in this playoff series or a big play or something like that. So keep your eyes on Owen Tippett for sure uh, in this series. He's excited. We're excited. Uh, but Doug, like we said, the series as a whole, we're going to talk about, uh, and, and it's about that time. So for Panthers Lightning, Fans are excited. The Panthers fans are already yelling at the Lightning fans on Twitter, and the Lightning fans are already yelling at the Panthers fans. It's getting heated on social media already, and it's going to get more heated as we go along. Uh, but looking at the series as a whole, Doug, uh, we'll get to some numbers here in a second, but what just generalization, what stands out to you about this matchup? Well, first of all, the matchups have always been entertaining, even going back before this season. When these two teams play, the matchups are always entertaining. But now it's going to go to a different height because of what's on the line and because both teams are contenders at the same time. I know that's always been something that's been talked about is when one team's been good, the other team's been down over the course of the history of this cross-state rivalry. But right now, it's not just two teams that are good. It's two teams that are in the small group of teams in the National Hockey League. Some of the best. That yeah, it's, it's two teams that are legitimate contenders 
to go all the way in this thing. And I think that's what really intrigues you the most, the star power that's involved between the, between the teams. There is no doubt some uh, dislike between the two teams, maybe just being tired of each other at this point, which can translate into dislike out on the ice. They're very familiar with the Tampa Bay Lightning. And that's the other thing, these two teams. Uh, you know, sometimes during a regular playoff year, you might have – a team from uh, the Atlantic playing a team from the Metro in the first round or something like that, If depending on if the wild card shakes out a certain way. In this matchup, you've got two teams that they've got the book on the other one. There aren't any secrets as far as these two teams are concerned. The Panthers have seen plenty of the Lightning. The Lightning have seen plenty of the Panthers. Both teams have seen plenty of each other on tape at this point. Now it's just time to go out and play the games, and the better team's going to be the one that prevails. And you mentioned the book, and the thing that Joel Quenville told us was throw the book out. And obviously he knows that the regular season, for the most part, in his mind, doesn't matter when you look at the playoffs. And to some extent it does, obviously. Like, none of that matters anymore. It got you to where you are, but now it's a clean slate. But even that being said, looking at the season series between these two teams, uh, the Panthers 5-2-1 uh, and one against the Lightning, uh, outscored them 31-24. to 24. That goal number a little bit skewed by the fact they outscored them 9-1 to one over those last two games, with both teams kind of missing some key guys. Uh, but overall, the Panthers definitely gained a lot of confidence this season against the Lightning. Uh, uh, and honestly gained a lot of confidence facing Andre Vasilevsky because we mentioned the Lightning being down uh, in those last two games, but Vasilevsky was still in net. He's still the NHL's leader in wins. He's still a former Vesna Trophy winner, and the Panthers overall this season scored 20 goals on him in six games. Uh, they, they had his number more than anybody else did. They had his number quite a bit, and the, I had a couple you know, Lightning fans tweet at me and saying, well, you got to take out those two last games, but even if you take out those two last games, because overall he, his save percentage against the Panthers this season was a little bit under 900 uh, against everyone else. It was about 928. So obviously, big discrepancy there. But even if you take out those last two blowouts, uh, his save percentage against the Panthers in those first four games was only about 916. That's still well below his average against everyone else this season. Uh, so there is something there. Uh, he's going to be great in the playoffs. We know he is, even though he has been worn down a bit this season. He has played a lot of games. They haven't really had that tandem like the Panthers have had where guys have been able to rest. Uh, but he's still an all-world goaltender, probably the best in the league if you look at everything. Uh, but the fact is the Panthers are going to this season knowing, hey, we, we beat this guy this season. We, we, we had success against him. We can do this. And I think that's something you can't throw out. To me, you can't throw out confidence. And the Panthers definitely did gain confidence from the season series. You can throw out head-to-head matchups. You can throw out stats. You can throw out things like that. But confidence stays. Confidence remains. And the Panthers do have confidence against these guys, and specifically Andre Vasilevsky heading into this series. Yeah, there's a lot of star power involved. And uh, obviously, marquee goaltending matchups, uh, any way you want to size it up. There is uh, there's reasons to be intrigued about this, and that's why I think that it is going to end up being the marquee series of the first round in the National Hockey League. The the eyes of the hockey world are going to be on the state of Florida for this series right here. It's going to be a lot of fun to see. And one thing I'll say we have to mention, obviously, because it's all anyone's talking about on Twitter for the most part, is just the teams being undermanned. And even Joel Quenville said as much, the the Lightning will have their aces at some point in this series probably. Maybe game one, we don't know. Uh, but they will get guys back like Nikita Kucherov, like Steven Stamkos, and recently they've been without Victor Hedman as well. But at the same token, the Panthers, Patrick Hornquist is coming back after missing about seven games. Uh, Sam Bennett's been a little banged up. He'll be 100%. Uh, they just got Carter Verhage back after missing Nolichari about a month. was out last game. Yeah, they're getting healthy too as well. So they'll be a healthy team. Both teams should be pretty healthy come playoffs. But the thing is, the Panthers guys, I think we know a little bit more about what we're going to get from them because no one missed a ton of time. Even Hornquist right now is the, the guy who's missed the most amount of time other than Ekblad. But 
like I said, that's been about, I think, seven games. Whereas you look at the Lightning, and Stamkos has been out for a long time. Kucherov has yet to play this entire season. You know a little bit less about what you're going to get from them coming back after long absences than you do about the Panthers guys coming back after just missing a little bit of time. So... To me, if you look at you know all the overarching stuff heading into the series, obviously what you're going to get from those guys is going to be a big part of it, especially the Lightning, like I said, with guys coming back after missing a long period of time. And the big thing, though, and I agree with you, you don't know what you're going to get from a guy Because people, people are acting like they're going to come in and be you know world beaters. They're going to be all-stars. Traditionally, yes, they are that, but you don't know. You, you can't know, really. And for, for anybody to expect Nikita Kucherov to come in and average a point and a half a game right out of the gate, having not played all season. That's that's in some ways unrealistic to expect that from a guy, but he is one of the best players in the world. We'll see how things look when he gets back on the ice. I know he's been skating. Stamkos has been skating, but Kucherov's been... The last time he was on the ice for a game was when the Lightning hoisted the Stanley Cup in the bubble last season. Steven Stamkos has missed a big chunk of time here, and he's missed multiple big chunks of time recently so we'll see what they get out of him I agree at five on five you don't really know what to expect from from those guys coming back where things are different though there's even more emphasis on not taking penalties against Tampa Bay in this series because even if John Cooper only has a limited Nikita Kucherov and a limited Steven Stamkos and who knows a limited Victor Hedman in some capacity. Uh, you know he plays about 25 minutes a night for them. If they can't get the same mileage out of him in a playoff series coming up, we'll see how how things play out there. But those guys, bet you they'll all be available for power play time. And the, when you throw those guys out there on the power play together, and Andre Palat didn't play uh, the last game for Tampa Bay either. Those four guys represent 80% of Tampa Bay's top power play unit. Even if they're not able to go at the 100% all-world level that we've been accustomed to them playing at, there's no doubt they could still make a difference on a power play. So all the more reason for the Panthers to make sure they don't give – well, I, I, to say you don't give many power plays is unrealistic, but keep the uh, power play chances Tampa Bay gets to a minimum because, again, even if those guys aren't 100%, they will still be able to make a difference with the man advantage. Yeah, Doug, I mean, you kind of hit the nail on the head there. Obviously, the important things going to the playoffs for any team are always goaltending and special teams. We've talked about the goaltending a bit, but looking at the special teams, uh, the Panthers, I think, this season are really maybe one of the best five-on-five teams in the entire league. Obviously, the numbers back that up. Their five-on-five numbers are great. Uh, but just in terms of if you had to throw them against any team in the league in a game or should I say a seven-game series at five-on-five, I'd take the Panthers pretty much every time. Uh, and especially against the Lightning, you look at their eight games this season, the Panthers outscored the Lightning 22-16 to at five-on-five. Uh, the only time you know they really gave teams an opportunity this season in, in most of their games is when they took too many penalties or struggled on the penalty kill uh, and maybe just couldn't get power play goals of their own uh, to keep up with the opposition. So uh, you said it right there, especially with the weapons the Lightning have. Uh, the Panthers can't take too many penalties. When they do, they need to be strong on the penalty kill, which they have been you know, better lately, so that's a, uh, that's a positive sign. And, of course, when they do get their own opportunities on the power play, uh, they got to find a way to take advantage. So we'll dig deeper into this as we go along. By the time we're you know recording again, we'll be probably – two or three games into the postseason. We'll know a little bit more about what's going on, how these teams uh, you know, shape up and match up against each other uh, in this series. But obviously, special teams, goaltending, uh, it's going to be big. Yeah, the Panthers and the Lightning getting ready for what should be a very entertaining series here. And after the first practice of the postseason, if you will, for the Panthers, you could tell that the 
Panthers were just really anticipating getting on the ice to get this series going. So after practice today, we had a chance to hear from Panthers head coach Joel Quenville and defenseman Mackenzie Weger about the preparation for the upcoming series. Well, I think that, uh, you know, before you go into a series, I think you just want some reminders about how we have to play and we want to play quick. We want to play fast. They're quick. They're fast. Uh, and uh, reminders of what they like to do. I think they're a strong possession team. Uh, Checking is going to be important. How we play without the puck in our own end is going to be extremely important. Um, So I think that you get some reminders in there. Um, You you got a little bit of uh, things to look forward to and what you want to expect in these situations. But uh, the bottom line is what we have to do that's going to make us successful that we try to reinforce. Well, it's a, uh, it's a heck of a, it's a lot of fun this time of year. And I think that, uh, you know, a lot of guys haven't been exposed to uh, long runs or what it takes to, to win. Um, we've got a couple of guys added to our lineup this year at the beginning of the year that have come off uh, either just the fresh Stanley cup ring and uh, a run and, and hags. And, uh, and you got, uh, <clears throat> you got Hornquist. Harney's been in a situation where he knows what it takes and uh, he immediately provided that impact on, a, on, a, on the team in camp. And, and I think that uh, the nice thing about uh, winning a championship, the best part about uh, winning it is uh, how you went about it uh, in each round and uh, the road that you travel. And I think that uh, it becomes very memorable. Um, and uh, that's up to us to, to find a way to uh, get through the, the challenge of uh, the hurdle of getting a, a win in a, in, in a round. And uh, off of that, uh, we can get a lot of momentum and, and go from there. But certainly uh, that's been a, a challenge organizationally. Um, and with time, uh, you know, it's like the, the, the do factor is, uh, is, in a, is basically what we're looking at all year going into this playoff. So let's find a way to do and overcome all obstacles. And uh, our challenge can be any tougher than what we have. But that's, uh, that'll, uh, you know, let's go. Let's, let's welcome it. Yeah, absolutely. I think... Uh... You know, we spoke a little bit as a team and, you know, we just said the fun starts now here and uh, just a lot of excitement, uh, lots of smiles here. And uh, we know we got a big task ahead and it's going to be uh, a long, long run here, but uh, we're looking forward to it. I think we're, uh, we're getting prepared this week. It's going to be a good week um, and uh, we go from there. Yeah. So great to hear from Joel Quenville, from Mackenzie Weger there following practice today, a confident team that is just ready to get things going here in this first round series. Yeah, Doug, and one thing that I really kind of took away from all the stuff this morning was uh, Mackenzie Weger's line there about the team having a little pep talk before they got on the ice this morning and basically just said, you know, the fun starts now. And we've heard that from a lot of people, uh, a lot of people we talked to today, Joel Quenville said it as well. Um, but that's kind of the one weird little X factor we've had this entire season with the Panthers is that one thing that doesn't show up anywhere on the stat sheet, anywhere in advanced stats, anywhere in surface level stats, anywhere on your score sheet. Uh, but the Panthers have talked about having fun all season long and how, you know, when they're having fun, they're winning. And the more they win, the more fun they have. And that's kind of the, the, the infinity loop there. They've been following this entire season. Uh, that's been fueling this, 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 you know, the, their great record and their push to the playoffs and all that stuff. And I will say, I mean, we're around the team to the best of our abilities with COVID going on. We're around the team uh, as much as we can be on Zooms, you know, watching them from the press box, things like that. But we can see the fun. We can see the energy. And I can honestly say this is the the most fun I've ever seen the Panthers have. I've been around this team for a long time now, as have you. Um, But that's one thing I don't know that we can quantify. And I don't know how to compare it to maybe what's going on on the lightning side of things. But I can definitely tell you that fun aspect of the Panthers uh, could 
play a big role here going forward and in this playoff series. And, you know, seeing how he reacts to things and hearing him talk, Joel Quenville might be just like the, the king of fun. And you might not, he looks, he looks so stern and he looks so serious and he is such a legendary figure, but he just has fun winning hockey games and coaching hockey games. And I know he's having fun right now. We hear Weeks having fun right now and the Panthers, they're just a fun team and they're about to have a lot of fun in the playoffs. Uh, and maybe looking back at this, we'll look back and say that was the key, but I still, I, I got to figure out down the road how to quantify that. But the fun factor is very big for the Panthers. A couple things on that. First, it is going to be a factor because it's been a factor the whole season. They've mentioned that all season long when they've been on good runs, which has been for a, a big chunk of the season. The Panthers have been really consistent winning hockey games, and we we hear that as a theme that's brought up enough to be able to say that's part of the identity exactly. of this team. This, is this that they us. enjoy this. this isn't just us. This isn't a new thing that's happened just because the Panthers are on a six-game win streak to close out the regular season. This has been something that they've talked about from the outset. They've been enjoying themselves, and that goes a long way. And you, you heard that very early on, it feels like it was yesterday, just by the nature of this season, it feels like it was yesterday. It was probably two months ago when we heard Joel Quenville say that we're having fun and we got to keep winning so we can keep having fun. And that's been a big part of what this team's done and how they've gone about their business every day. And obviously, Bill Zito brought in a lot of new staff when he was hired. For all we know, there is someone there tracking fun. For some, We can't quantify this, but maybe they Well, have. I was going to say, if, if we find a way, I mean, Corsi, Corsi's name's out there a lot. The fun factor could be the olive number. <laughs> but, but, but that's that could be your stat. I'd, I'd call it the Weeks factor because Weeks likes to have fun. I'd, 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 I'd credit that. You give it to him. Yeah, give it to him. But that's the thing is maybe maybe there is a way. Maybe when they were looking at Sam Bennett, you know, at the trade deadline, and they they turned to their fun guy and they were saying like, "What do you think about this guy?" And he was just like, "I ran the numbers. Look at the mustache. That guy likes to have a good time." He wants to have a good time here with these guys. He's fun. Let's bring him in. Maybe the fun factor is so much bigger than we think, and we're just we're scratching the surface here of something big. There's no doubt that it's played. <laughs> it's been a part of this. I was thinking of a number of different things to say right there, but fun has been very important. We'll we'll figure it out. We'll get to the bottom of this. But right now, Doug, like we said. Everyone's having fun. Fans are having fun. We're having fun. This is a great time. We're having fun. We're having lots of fun right here on Territory Talk with all of you folks tuned in. We thank you very much for being on board for this playoff edition. And speaking of the playoffs, Jameson Olive, the best way to get your Panthers playoff tickets is to lock in your Panthers territory membership for next season. And you can find all the information at floridapanthers.com. So be sure to check that out. You can lock in your membership for next year. You can lock in your playoff tickets for this season. So uh, don't waste another minute. Get on the phone and take care of that right now. Also, if you want to get your playoff gear, there's playoff gear, Jameson. And you can get it at flateamshop.com, where you can always get the most up-to-date and most fashionable Panthers apparel. flateamshop.com is your place to go. Panthers, lightning, first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. The Panthers and the defending Stanley Cup champions. I mentioned it on the post-game show on Monday night on radio with Billy Lindsay, but as the great nature boy Ric Flair once said, to be the man, you got to beat the man. What better time than right now for the Panthers to be taking on the defending Stanley Cup champions after the season that this team has had? And you figured at some point you're going to have to go through the lightning anyway. Let's let's do this thing. Doug, after hearing that and after hearing uh, the nature boy there, uh, I don't know how anyone can't be just 
freaking out right now with excitement, just ready to go, ready to run through a brick wall. Um, we're ready to go. Let's do this, Doug. Here we go. It's time for the Stanley Cup playoffs, folks. And uh, keep on checking FloridaPanthers.com. Follow along at FLA Panthers on the various channels, and you will have all the information as it becomes available pertaining to the start times of the games, the dates of the games. That's all still to come, so be sure to keep checking FloridaPanthers.com for all that information. Big thanks to Owen Tippett of the Panthers for taking some time out for Territory Talk today. As always, great to have him on board with us. Big thanks to all of you for tuning in, making Territory Talk a part of your listening week. As always, we can't thank you enough for being on board. And well, we can't tell you how excited we are to start this playoff uh, runoff. And, and I know I, I can't imagine how excited all of you out there are as well to get things going here in the postseason. So, again, keep on checking for all the uh, information as far as the start times and the dates of the games. For Jameis and Olive, I am Doug Plagans. We will talk to you next week. And by then, Jameis and the playoffs will have begun. Folks, we'll talk to you next week on Territory Talk. Thanks for being with us. This has been Territory Talk, the official podcast of the Florida Panthers. Thanks for listening to Territory Talk, the official podcast of the Florida Panthers. For all your Panthers news and information, follow FLA Panthers on Twitter.